Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA podcast or the Ike MMA show, whichever you prefer. I'm enjoyed in studio with mixed martial artist Jordan Allen, or should I call you Jordan Coco Allen? Uh, either or. <laughs> Your nickname, I mean, I never asked you about it before, but how did you guess her? As in, um, where does it stem from? As in, um, where did you pick it up from? Was it something you did before in the past, or how is it down to how you fight your fighting style? Well, it started when I was a bit younger. I weren't exactly like a disciplined person. I was quite naughty off the rails, and someone just said Coco the Clown, and it just stuck one day, and wow. everyone started calling me Coco pretty much. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Um, your upcoming fights against um Lewis Wood at FCC MMA thirty five. Um, what do you make of your opponent? How do you see the fight going? As in, basically, what is your game plan? To be honest, uh, through the amateurs, I, I'm not really too bothered about a game plan, to be honest. I'm just happy to fight anyone and just get all the experience. I've seen he's, a, he's more of a striker. Uh, I like to consider myself more of a striker. So uh, I'm going to try to keep this one on the feet. I'm just going to see what happens and just get all the experience, all the cage time, and just keep enjoying the journey every step, good or bad. The first time I'm speaking to you properly, uh, without any technical issues, um, can you give like a brief backstory and history about you know yourself and how you came about getting involved in combat sports and in particular mixed martial arts? Well, uh, I think about 2017, 2018, um, my granddad had Parkinson's. He got diagnosed a few years before. Um, Around the same time, I was being naughty, not listening at school, you know, out with the wrong crowd. You, you can imagine the uh, things I was getting up to, just not in a good way. Um, and then uh, one of my family friends, who's actually one of my sponsors now, funnily enough, how it comes full circle, uh, he says, why don't you come to my gym, do a charity fight? They've got one on in a few weeks. It's for Parkinson's as well. The, gym's, the gym owner's mum's got Parkinson's too. So I thought, great, perfect. Signed up, did it. It was actually no headshots because I'd only just turned 18 and the lad I was fighting was 17. So because of the, because of the, like around the same age and everything else, it was no headshots, I didn't want to sanction it. So I, I did that and I thought, you know what, I've got to do it again with headshots. Did the same thing against a good fighter and then from there just sort of got training hard. We're looking to do a four-man tournament for a belt and literally two weeks out from the fight, COVID came and it just shut everything off. So I'd not really got any proper cage experience apart from charity fights. No disrespect to them, they are still fights. But um, I'd not really got that amateur feel. I'd not really got that, you know, the proper feel. It was still a joyful experience with family. So I was a bit disappointed, but I just thought, you know what? Through COVID, my stepdad at the same time, this funny story, at the same time as COVID started and my fight got cancelled, he just started kickboxing at the Combat Academy. It's a big uh, nationwide gym run by Mick Crossland, a good British kickboxing champion back in the day. Um, and he had all the equipment and we just both sort of looked at each other, not working, stuck in the house, couldn't do anything like, um, shall we train? And he was like, yeah, and then we just trained six hours a day for a year straight and just mm. battered each other, did pads. And just, yeah. to be honest, just hammered it really hard. And then Wayne from Fourth Dimension, I'd sparred there a few times. He actually messaged me and says, hey, we've seen you training hard like at home. Like, uh, Do you want to come down and train with us? And I went there and just got involved with that team. And then here I am now, 10 fights in, some wins, some losses, but just enjoying every step of it. No, but how you say that, a lot of it happened under lockdown uh, because I know during that time, a lot of the gyms, surprisingly, you know, were shut. 
Although they opened yeah. lots of the restaurants and the pubs like, kept kept those places open, but the gyms, places are supposed to be dead. Go there to improve your health and your mental health. It's surprising yeah. a lot of those places were closed. Um, the um, when you got involved in mixed martial arts, I mean, going on the pads and just training, going step by step. Were there any concerns for just your safety and overall health? Um, any concerns that in a fight you could be severely injured, maybe taking a severe kick or punch or hit to the head? To be honest, is uh, my nana. She's still not a massive fan of it. Obviously, with my granddad as well, with the Parkinson's being a brain disease, it's a bit. I can understand why she'd be concerned, but anyone close to me knows that I'm 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 just a live wire. Like I'm just a crazy guy. Like if I weren't fighting, I'd be running. If I weren't running, and if I, if I'd never found mixed martial arts, I'd probably just still be a little toe rag, good for nothing. I'd I, I, I'd. I had a great upbringing from my family and I just decided to mess it up myself and just take drugs, mess school around, got kicked out of school, just fighting with my stepdad, like <clears throat> horror, like literally fist fights because I just was just disrespectful little child, stealing, just absolute scum of the earth. And I found mixed martial arts. And I can honestly say if, if I were never to step in a cage again for any reason, it's made me the man I am today and it's changed my life for the better. And I'm really <laughs> thankful to the sport as a whole because I really am one of them people. If I weren't fighting, I don't know where I'd be, but it wouldn't be good. You Were you really that bad back then? When you were yeah, younger? really, mate. Honestly, like, to be honest, like, there, were, there were times where I'd, I'd just lost my head into going in like, psychotic episodes from taking too many drugs. And I'd be like trying to jump out my window, fighting with my stepdad, losing multiple jobs through drugs, stealing money every time, every opportunity I had. It was at the point where my family were going to be like, right, you're going to have to go soon. We've put up with this for a long time. You're getting older now. Like, we don't know whether you're going to be in prison, hospital or dead within the next few years. And the sport has changed my life and the family's life in the house because now me and my stepdad, we're like best friends. We're training all the time. He's still kickboxing. He's been in my corner for every single one of my fights. Like, along with Teddy Stringer, he's really my right-hand man. So we've got Teddy and Luigi... And I got them to alongside the journey. And to be honest, it really has. It's just gave me a light into what I was doing when I was younger and I thought was the right thing to do. Uh, when your perspective changes, you can just become a completely different person. Well, I'm glad that um, it took you out of that place and put you into a much better place. And um, what I've seen, definitely there's still a lot of good things coming your way with this sport. Um, but moving on. For yourself, um, say for example, the upcoming fights at FCC, um, for you, for yourself, just as an individual unique um, fighter, how are you going about? How your, would your fight camp be, as in nutrition wise, uh, training? And in fact, because the fight's not too far away, how is that going at the moment? Uh, to be honest, it's going absolutely fine, no problems at all. Uh, I've just been sparring today, good hard sparring rounds at fourth dimension. As far as uh, the nutrition and stuff goes, like we train hard twice a day, five days a week, every day. And we just do a single session here and there on a weekend and stuff. But really, we're training to be ready for fights all the time. So like, as much as this fight has been booked for quite a while, for me, it, it really makes no difference because I, I'm ready at any point. It could be this weekend, it could have been last weekend, and I'd still be ready because it's a consistent training rate routine and it's a constant diet plan. When I'm in season... Like now, this is fight season up till Christmas. I'll always be ready. Weight will be nice. I'll be sharp. I'll be still keeping on my fitness. And and that's it. You just have a bit of time off now and again where you, you don't do your sprints and you don't uh, you don't really stick to diet as much. 
like you have a week holiday or whatever, do you still train you during that week holiday? Like me personally, like I went to Jamaica for two weeks a few years ago. I'd never even had a fight and I was still in the gym every other day. I went to Italy last year and I was training every other day. Like it's part of who I am. So like I'm always ready to do it because it's what I want to do. It's not like, oh, I've got to start camp now. Sorry, I can't come drinking, guys. Oh, it's like, right, I'm ready. Let's go. It's not, it's yes, never yeah. a problem. So the nutrition, I just eat clean anyway. My stepdad's a chef. I, I'm a qualified chef as well. So mm. to be honest, I, I can make some nice, healthy food and just be happy to keep training. So making weight for this fight coming up in particular, that's no problem. You, you're already at within the range, the required range. To yeah, I'm, 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 I'm bang on where I need to be for this fight, to be honest. I've never actually made 70 before. I made 74 last time. This is my first fight at 70 at lightweight, so it'll be my lightweight debut. But yeah. I just take it in my stride. It's just another day in the office. I'm going to keep dieting now until the fight, day before the weigh-ins. I'll have my hot baths. I'll get in the towels. It's just a, nice. it's just a routine now of suffering. And then yeah. after that, I'm ready to get in there and scrap. <laughs> Excellent. No, good, good. Um, with with what you've achieved so far in the sport and what you you know the fights you've gone about the wins, um, what advice would you give to any other fighters coming onto the fight scene, not just mixed martial arts but combat sports as a whole, whether it's judo, BJJ, boxing, um, kickboxing, bare knuckle fighting? What advice would you give them? Um, do's and don'ts, basically. The the number one thing I tell anyone, and I continue to tell myself, is activity is key. I've won, I've lost, I've losses back to back, but I have to be, have to keep going. That's the main thing I tell anybody, and don't be scared to take that debut. If you if you ask your coach, I want to fight, and he says, yeah, I feel like you're ready to fight now. You're fit, you're you're cracking pads hard, or you're grappling hard, or whatever it is that you're doing. If your coach says you're ready, have faith in your coach, and I feel like that ultimately is uh, number one for me. And the don't is don't try and half arse it. Don't be one of these that's. Training Monday to Friday hard, then Saturday, Sunday comes, they're in pub, they're getting a bag out, they're going to meet girls, they're not sleeping. Monday comes back round, they want to be an athlete again, and the training shit, mm -hmm. the life's shit, everything's shit. Like, if you want this, you've got to want it. It's a dangerous sport, and if you're not prepared to put your life on the line and do it properly, then don't do it all. Just train hip pads and enjoy your life. Because there's, there's a middle ground where you can have your fun, but you can't be mixing two worlds together too intensely. As a fighter, um, you might tell me to kind of mind my own business when I ask you this. Um, with, with the sort of past that you have, have you ever found yourself in a situation whereby someone might be getting your nerves and they might be insulting you or, fed, or just really pushing a bus and saying, if you're in a public place, a pub, shopping center, something like that? Have you ever felt maybe you have to use the sorts of fighting skills that you have to maybe teach them a lesson? Maybe have you ever felt the need to do that? To be honest, mate, like I say, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, I'm naturally quite a crazy person anyway. And before fighting, I'd just be loud mouthing crazy. And now I'm not too bothered. Like I've still got it in me. Like if someone pushes the wrong buttons or says that I was bullied quite a lot at school. So if someone says the wrong things to me, like I'll, I'll start arguing. Like fighting is the last thing I want to do. It's irresponsible in the street. And I'll always walk away. But at the end of the day, like there's confrontations in life you can't avoid. Like a car crashed outside my house, crazy story. A car crashed outside my house once. I was playing on Xbox with my friends. Like, we've come downstairs to shout and gone outside, and a drunk driver's like gone up our road so fast, smashed into a bus stop. We've gone out. We have engaged with him. My, my stepdad's engaged with him. We're all talking. 
Um, we started arguing, he started getting irate, and he's actually lunged at me. I've took a back step just to like clear some space, see what's happening in the split second you've got. My mum's got in the middle of us, and my stepdad's jumped on the guy's back with a rear naked choke with hooks in. He's got the choke position, and he's just holding him there, and he's talking to him. He says, mate, calm down, calm down. He's, he's, he's calmed the whole thing down. That, that That's the only time in life that I've ever really seen actual... And the thing is, he's a kickboxer. He didn't do no grappling. So he just no, he just seen it a few times and knows what to do and he jumped on his back and just calmed the whole situation down. I was angry because during this kerfuffle, my mum's finger got broken and I'm calm. Like this guy's subdued, everything's happy. I've looked at my mum with a broken finger, got really angry, ran over to the, the guy to fill him in. I'm like, and I've realised like, oh, he's already my stepdad's already on his back. He's done. Like it's finished and I've walked off, left the situation. But that's the only time I've actually seen it and I I just think at the end of the day. That's all it take. That's all it took. Was a little bit of jujitsu. Jump on his back, hold him there, calm him down verbally, and let him go. And then police came, and the whole thing was just fizzled out. If my stepdad hadn't have been there and hadn't have done that, he'd have probably hit me when he'd gone to me. And then as a fight, he natural reaction is hit him back. And then obviously we all know how fights go. You don't know what happens from there. It's not worth finding out on the street on concrete. So I'm thankful to be honest that even he knows a bit of jujitsu in that yeah. situation. How how did your mother break her arm in that altercation? She broke a little finger because yeah. as she's come in the middle of this guy jumping at me and me sort of like lunging back, like, well, she's got in the middle and as my stepdad's jumped on his back, he must have pulled my mum's finger or something. He's grabbed onto her and it just cracked it up. Oh, and she broke it, yeah. went to hospital that night, police were interviewing us all. It was a crazy thing that happened, but ultimately we sorted the whole situation out. I mean, half mm. the village were out just looking like, uh... And we were just the ones who <laughs> subdued this dunk driver, sent him yes. to the police and actually got a pat on the back from the police saying thank you for that because they were trying to drive off. And at the end of the day, if it weren't for Luigi jumping on his back and my mum alerting us as to what had happened, there'd have been a guy who might have crashed and took someone's life. So again, it's all martial arts. It all boils down to intense situations and how you react to them. You're still a young fighter, but um, what future plans do you have as in... Do you um, hope that one day you can progress to the bigger, more mainstream international um, fight scene? As in, I know the most obvious brand is that the UFC, which is most fighters' dreams to, to to get their name in that um, particular promotion. But for you yourself, as in, uh, which of those big names do you see yourself fighting? And is that something that you do uh, that, that is on the cards for you in the future? To be honest, the... Uh... My next goal is just to win a fight because I've had two losses back-to-back. -back. I'm not sure how to say it. So I just want to win this next fight. And from there, hopefully get back into contention for titles, get a British title, eventually go pro whenever my coach says, again, I've got faith in fourth dimension of my coach and my team. So whenever he says, right, you're ready to go pro, I'll say, right, let's go, let's do it. I'm not scared to do it. You've got to just take it all as it comes. But ultimately, my goal is just to keep living my life being able to fight physically, financially, you know, I've got a good family support circle. Like that's my biggest goal is just to keep doing this as long as I can. And then I've got little goals like turning pro British amateur champ, pro British champ, big organisation signing, you know, like everyone wants them little steps. But for me, up fundamentally, I just want to be able to do this for as long as I can. Uh, you said you had a few losses before in the past and it's something that I've seen that does irritate me a lot. Do you get a lot of trolls and haters that'll come at you and say, just say really just unhelpful, nasty things online, these nasty comments and things like that? Um, some little stupid things on YouTube videos, things like that. I mean, 
I got submitted with an arm bar on Almighty by Scottish youth. Fraser, Fraser Patterson, his name is a good fighter. He arm barred me, and there's a picture, and you can basically see. And the thumbnail, obviously, which we used, was like, like the bulge of my arm, like my elbow facing the other way, like about to break. So, you know, people commenting on that. And then the last fight with Christian Soda, again, the thumbnail, as you do, it's good business for promotion and the, and the winning fighter. Thumbnails, me all twist up in a rear naked choke like this. So, like, you get comments on stuff like that. But I, I, to be honest, mate, I, I don't really give a fuck, quite frank, frankly, excuse my language. Because yes, at the end of the day, like, these people, what are you doing with your life? You can have family, kids, and be a wonderful person. But if you're just talking shit to some youth online, you haven't got much going for you, have you? Even my worst yeah. enemy, I'm yeah. not going to sit and start talking shit to him online. I don't even speak to him face to face, so I'm going to speak yes. to him online. And that's the same thing these trolls need to realize is you'll never say this face to face. You don't say it on your keyboard. Last but not least, um, any shout outs you want to give to your sponsors or family or friends? I want to shout out Fourth Dimension MMA, Squad Jiu Jitsu, all of my sponsors, Mortgage First, PJM. Natalie from Mortgage First, let me remember these. Seafood Cave and Grill, Baslo Il Lupo. Paul Lewis from Mortgage First, all my family, all my friends. Russell Russell Wall from Walls Cold and Skip Hire, that's another big sponsor of mine. Seafood Cave and Grill, Baslo Il Lupo, I think I've covered them all there, yeah. So that's, that's really everything. And everyone supporting, and also lastly, you, my friend, for having me on the show, I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you for coming on. Uh, please, no send problem. Me, please send me a list of all those guys that you mentioned. I will tag them in both on in the Instagram post and on the YouTube post and on the the audio platform post as well. Just to make sure they'll awesome. get a, a mention. Uh, and yeah. just remind us, please, about your next fight, FCC MMA. Okay, next fight is 9th of September in on FCC in uh, the Liverpool Olympia, at seventy kilo lightweight against Lewis Wood. I believe his record's five and one. If I'm wrong, I do excuse. Sorry, Lewis. I'm not, I'm not quite clued up, but I believe that's his record and he's a good fighter. And I'm sure that it's going to be a crazy scrap, as always. That's what I want. Mad fight. So let's bring it for the fans. I look forward to it. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, don't forget you can catch the podcast, not just on YouTube, but on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and on Google Podcasts. Jordan, so much. Jordan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Take care. Thank good you very luck. much, friend. Take care. See ya.